Good morning, my friend. It is 5 o'clock in the morning. Lisa's up with me. She's over having coffee and doing her Bible time, and she's beautiful as always, sitting by the fire. I'm bringing you back this morning the Thanksgiving episode that I did about the neuroscience of gratitude. It was in combination with my newsletter yesterday. I think it would be a good one-two punch for you. Uh, in preparation for Thanksgiving, we're going to do a lot this week about hope and faith and and uh, the, the science of gratitude and all of that. So this is uh, from 2014, um, the, the sort of Thanksgiving is good for your brain, the concept of what gratitude does for you. I'll leave it un- unedited and as is. I've got to work today. Um, we got Tuesdays with Tata coming up tomorrow, which is going to be a special, nice conversation um, that, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then Wednesday, something special for you, and then hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. And I'm going to just give you this to understand how gratitude and thanksgiving changes the way your brain works, makes everything seem more possible and hopeful. And it'll be helpful for you, so I'll leave it as is. Remember, wleewarnmd.com slash prayer if you need to pray or join us in prayer for other folks around the world. God bless you, friend. We're going to learn a little bit about how your brain responds to gratitude. And as always, we're going to start today. Hey there, it's Thanksgiving, and that's my favorite holiday. I'm so glad you're here with me because for the next few minutes, I'm going to give you a framework of thankfulness that will literally change your mind. It'll increase your happiness. It'll make your whole life better. How can I be so confident about that? Because learning to be more thankful literally changes your brain chemistry. It makes you smarter, less depressed. Gratitude improves sleep. It makes every relationship and task in your life better. Thanksgiving isn't just about a holiday. It's not about turkey and stuffing. It's about becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier in your life, your relationship, your businesses. Who wouldn't want that? Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done. If you like the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode, and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. Hey, I'm glad you're back. Grab a cup of coffee, or if you're driving, don't, because I want you to be safe. And let's dig in to learning how to be grateful and thankful. Thanksgiving, as I mentioned above, is my favorite holiday. You want to know why? It's not about the food. It's not the football games. It's not about the falling leaves or the cooler temperatures. I do love all those things, and this is my favorite time of year. Those are wonderful things. But you know what? You can eat a nice meal anytime. You can watch football almost any weekend in the fall. And the season lasts three months. So we don't need a specific holiday just to enjoy this time of year. I love Thanksgiving because it's the one day when most people stop. They stop what they're doing, and they spend at least a little while focusing on their blessings. 
We have 364 days a year to think about everything else, about all the things that make up our busy lives. But one day, some wise people set aside this one day to say, hey, we're really grateful today. We're really thankful for X, Y, and Z. Now, hopefully, you're one of the people who spend at least part of every day being thankful. That's what you should be. But if you're not, if, you, if you're not prone to Thanksgiving in general as a, as a movement in your life, then let me share a little secret with you. Thankfulness is good for your brain. Seriously, there's a tremendous body of scientific research to prove that grateful people are happier, less depressed, they sleep better, they're more likely to stay married. They perform better in their jobs. Grateful people live longer than people who are generally ungrateful. There's an interesting article about that in the Huffington Post that I'll talk about in a few minutes. It kind of wraps up a bunch of this research. But it's also – lots of other research has shown that when you're grateful and feeling happier about things in your life generally, it positively affects your brain chemistry. It even affects the heart rate of people around you. Do you remember how the hippies used to say um, that somebody was putting off a good vibe or somebody was putting off a bad vibe? Well, it turns out that it's true that your body's electromagnetic field changes in response to your emotional state that can be measured and it can affect the people around you it can affect the heart rate your state of gratitude or ungratitude your state of happiness or misery changes your body chemistry and the electromagnetic field around your body can actually affect other people's heart rates So I'm personally glad that there's a holiday centered around thankfulness because it gives us an opportunity today to talk about gratitude. It's good for us. You know what's amazing to me? I love, you know if you've been listening here for a while, you know that I'm a Christian and I believe in the Bible and and we talk sometimes about faith, relational kinds of things here on You Start Today. But I love it when wisdom of the modern age... Um, science, if you will, discovers things that the Bible said a long time ago, that that guys in the first century or even earlier said certain things, and then later on, scientific research bears those things out. I love that, because that implies that, that there's more to life than just what we can measure, that sometimes God can tell us something that can be true, that thousands of years later, it, it, it takes all kinds of technology for people to sort of prove things that God knew and God told us a long time ago. But there was a guy named Paul. Long before we had neurotrans- understood anything, at least, about neurotransmitters or we had MRI scanners to peek under the hood of our brains, this guy named Paul, who was a Roman citizen, a Jewish guy who became a Christian, as you know, St. Paul, they called him later. Um, he wrote down a prescription for a happy heart. And that prescription here, 2,000 some odd years later, has been validated by science. In the book of Philippians 4, 6 through 7, this guy named Paul said this, Don't be anxious about things. Instead, pray. Pray about everything. God, he, longs to hear your requests. So talk to God about your needs and be thankful for what has come. And know that the peace of God a peace that is beyond any and all of our human understanding, will stand watch over your hearts and minds in Jesus the Anointed One. Did you catch that? Paul said, instead of worrying, pray. Pray about everything. Be thankful, he says, about everything. And something will happen. Paul says, if you're 
if you pray, if you have a prayerful heart and you're thankful for whatever comes, then in return, you will get peace, peace that you can't explain, peace that you can't understand intellectually, a peace that will guard your heart and your mind. Now, I can tell you that this is true. That we lost our son, as you know, um, over a little over a year ago, last fall. And although I am not thankful that I lost a child, I'm not grateful for that experience, I'm grateful for the fact that when we trusted God to keep his promises to get us through that difficult time, when we trusted him, and then Psalm, the Psalm um, 34, I believe, 34, 18, when, Paul, when the psalmist says, God is close to the brokenhearted. When somebody's brokenhearted, he moves in close and comforts them in their pain. We trusted that as a family. We just, we just dug into that promise. And you know what? This peace happened. This, this peace that said, hey, this is not okay. This is not an okay situation. But it's going to be okay because God's going to get us through this. And you know what happened is that that attitude that I'm thankful that God is going to get us through this, that provided a peace that was beyond anything that we could understand, and we knew we were going to survive it, and we did. Again, choosing to be grateful, choosing to latch on to a promise and believe that things are going to be okay eventually, that doesn't require for you to be a Christian or believe the Bible. This attitude of gratitude that you can have will get you through hard times in your life. You can trust me on that. Now, whether or not you believe the Bible, and I talked about why I did a few episodes ago. Go back in the podcast to 24, and you'll see um, if you want to listen to uh, an explanation of why I believe and why I have faith. But whether or not you believe it, science has proven beyond a doubt that being grateful makes you happier. Being grateful makes you sleep better. It makes you get along with others better. It even makes you live longer. There's a great article, as I mentioned above, in the Huffington Post about gratitude, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes. It kind of takes a bunch of the research and sort of just throws it all out there together to make this point. Uh, The writer's name is Ocean Roberts. And I'm going to share with you about three, three paragraphs from his article Um, And I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, But Ocean says, um, quote, in one study on gratitude conducted by Robert Emmons, Ph.D. from the University of California, Davis, and his colleague Mike McCullough at the University of Miami, they randomly assigned participants to one of three tasks. For each week of 10 weeks, they asked these guys, these participants in the study to keep a short journal. One group briefly described five things they were grateful for that had occurred during the previous week. Another group of five recorded daily things that they felt hassled or bothered by from the previous week, things that displeased them. And another group was just asked to write stuff down, write, write down five things that happened. Not They weren't told how to focus on those things, whether to focus positively or negatively on them. Ten weeks later, some amazing results happened. Ocean writes about this. Participants in the gratitude group reported generally that they felt better about their lives as a whole. They were 25% happier than the group that generally focused on the things that they felt hassled about. The grateful group reported fewer health problems. They exercised an average of one and a half hours a week more. That's amazing. And the guy Emmons, the, the, the uh, PhD from Cal, uh, UCAL Davis, did another study on gratitude. And he asked, in this study, he asked people to write every day about things for which they were grateful. And not surprisingly, this daily strategy, this daily practice led to 
reported increases in gratitude than the people reported when they first started journaling. In other words, what this means is that the more you focus on things that you're grateful for, the more grateful you feel in your heart. It's true. You start generally focusing on things in your life in a grateful posture. So something comes along and you look at it and you might normally say, wow, what a hassle, what a bummer that I have to deal with this. If that's your general bend that t- towards the negative, if you just begin to make yourself focus on positive ways to spin that. Now, not to ignore realities. I'm not saying look at a situation and just pretend that everything's okay, but rather focus hard on finding something in the situation that you can be grateful for, okay? Here's an example. Um, Sunday of this week, we got up and it was a terrible kind of cloudy, rainy day. I don't mean terrible day, but it was a, the weather was kind of bad here in Auburn. It was raining really hard. It was cloudy. It was cold. And we went to church. We went to pick up our friends, Hans and Lisa. We went to church together in my car. Came out of church. It was still raining. We started the car, drove to a restaurant, had lunch together, had a great time, and then uh, dropped them off and went back home. Well, later that afternoon, I was going to go and move my car to get my Christmas tree out of the garage. I had to move my car to get the Christmas tree past it into the house. And so I went out to start the car, and boom, my car wouldn't start. Dead. Dead as a hammer. Lisa, of course, diagnosed it as a dead battery. I know very little about cars. I thought it was the starter or something, but Lisa was right on. She nailed it. Dead battery. And I couldn't get my car started. Well, here's a, here's a, a perfect example of what you can do if you want to learn to be more grateful. I got kind of grumpy about why my car wouldn't start. Why is this happening? It's almost Thanksgiving. We got to go to the airport in a couple of days. We got all this stuff to do. I don't have time to deal with my car, blah, blah, blah. Lisa said, well, aren't you glad it didn't fail to start in the rainy parking lot we were in a couple of hours ago? Aren't you glad that your car started and got us home safely before the battery died? You know what? That's exactly the point we're trying to make here. An attitude of gratitude allows you to take any situation in your life and spin it around and find something about it that you can be grateful for. Now, research shows that when you do that, you will begin over time to start to see the entire world from a posture of gratitude. Things will feel better to you. You'll sleep better. In the study by Emmons and his his colleague McCullough, They even found that these people began to exercise more. They got more engaged in their life because they were happier. It turns out that a positive attitude makes everything in your life better. And we've been talking about this on You Start Today for a long time. We talk about biopsying your thoughts and severing old synaptic patterns that hurt you. And we talked about getting rid of lousy attitudes and all those things. And these are all kind of related to one another. But here at Thanksgiving... We're focusing specifically on this idea of gratitude. Ocean says, uh, he makes a quote of an old saying. There's an old saying that if you've forgotten the language of gratitude, you'll never be on speaking terms with happiness. Man, I love that. This idea that if you don't know how to speak gratitude, you'll never be able to converse with being happy. That's true. It's true scientifically, it's true biblically, and it's true practically in your life. Ocean says it's not a fluffy idea. Several studies have shown that depression is inversely correlated to gratitude. The more grateful a person is, the less depressed they are. There were a couple studies, and this is me talking now, a couple studies I ran across that said basically that people who are on antidepressants, when they begin to become more grateful, they take less medicine. 
that if you interview depressed people, the less grateful they are, the more medicine they take. So what does that tell you? That gratitude and thankfulness improve your brain chemistry. Daniel Amen can tell you this. Guy Winch can tell you this. Any kind of psychology researcher or psychiatrist or neuroscientist can tell you that people who are generally grumpy and generally look at the earth and look at life from a negative connotation, they're sicker. They're less happy. They have worse relationships. They do worse. They're worse employees. They're worse partners, and they're just not as happy. They take more medicine. They gain more weight. They exercise less. Unhappy, ungrateful people are sicker, and they're not as well. So that brings us to a choice. You can choose. Here on Thanksgiving Day, you can draw a line in the sand, and you can say, no more will I look at the world from a grumpy, ungrateful place because you know what even if you don't see anything immediately when you start to look at your life even if you can't immediately identify things that might um, give you cause for thankfulness start with the fact that you're breathing i am grateful that i woke up this morning that i took a breath that my lungs are still functioning my heart is still pumping i'm grateful for that thank you god or if you're you know my one of my friends who's a kind of a spiritualist but wouldn't call himself a christian he would say thank you universe you know the powers in the universe are giving me the opportunity to breathe today whatever it takes for you to start focusing on the idea that you have blessings and there are things that are good for you no matter what's going on with your accountant or your marriage or your work or whatever there's good things that are happening around you so you know what grab onto those things and harness their energy to increase your personal attitude of gratitude. Learn that language of gratitude so you can start talking to happiness. You can choose that. And I want to give you an exercise, a little thing that you can do that will increase your gratitude. I challenge you to try this. I'd really love it if you would let me know how this works. You can go um, email me, start at youstarttoday.com. You can leave a um, voicemail on my other website, wleewarnmd.com. You can leave a voicemail for me if you want to. And I, I don't have that set up on the You Start Today website yet, but that's coming. So you can go to wleewarnmd.com and leave me a voicemail for free. It'll come to me. You can tell me about um, how you're working through gratitude or issues that you're having, struggling with trying to be grateful or any of the stuff that you want to discuss about this episode. You can do that. You can also go to our Facebook page. Now, the Facebook page is, uh, of course, www.facebook.com backslash you start today, but there's only one T in there, so it's careful. I'll put it in the show notes, but it's not you start today. It's more like you star today. That's because somebody else had you start today, and they're not using it, but they've got it. So anyway, you star today is the Facebook page. You can leave a comment there. Um, there's all kinds of different ways that you can go and write down or speak to someone, me or Lisa. You can let us know, and you can converse with the community here at You Start Today about why you struggle with gratitude or something you're grateful about. Now, I want to challenge you to do this following exercise. Just try it today and see if at the end of this day, if you don't feel better. So number one, choose one thing, something you're worried about, you're hurting over, you're angry about, something in your life that's not working the way you want it to do. Choose that one thing. Step two, I want you to think about it. I would really love it if you would pray about it. But even if you're not a praying person, I want you to spend some time today concentrating on this new, on this one thing that you've been struggling with. And I want you to work it 
pray about it, think about it, attack it from a new angle. Now, what I mean by that is if this is something that's been hurting you, let's say in my case, okay, we lost a child, right? We lost a son. That is not ever something I'm going to be grateful for. So how can I apply this to a terrible situation that is not something you should be thankful for? Here's what I, here's what I do. Take this example. I'm not going to say today, God, why did you do that to us? Why did you take our son away? Why did we lose Mitch? Instead of that, here's what I'm going to say today. God, I'm so grateful that I had those 19 years with my son. I thank you for his laughter, for his smile, for the way that he was able to light up a room, for the way that he could always encourage somebody when they were down, for the big heart that he had that, you know, the the thing about him was Mitch could walk into a room and he just could zone in on the person who was unhappy or not, not doing well. And he could just sort of figure that out and get there in that space and make that person feel better. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for the example that he said to me. I'm thankful for his smile. And I'm grateful that I had 19 years to know that amazing person. Now take that, take that energy, okay, that you create when you look at a problem from a new angle. Take that energy and apply it all day long. Don't let yourself, not one time during this day, challenge yourself to not give in to anything negative about this one thing. And at the end of the day, I want you to seriously assess the state of your heart, Because I guarantee that if you keep focusing on the positive side of that one thing, you will end today feeling better about it. It won't, it's not a magic trick, okay? This is not some kind of magic incantation that all, everything's going to be right with the world. Your bank account's not going to be noticeably better. Your, you know, your marriage isn't going to be saved because of this one day that you've done this thing. Your, your child certainly isn't going to come back because of this one thing and you're not going to stop hurting over it. But you know what's going to happen? is you're going to feel like you made a little progress in your heart towards just being a little bit happier. And tomorrow when you wake up, one of the first thoughts that kind of filters through is going to be some memory of what you did today to look at things from a more positive light. And maybe tomorrow, instead of one thing, maybe you'll choose two. And maybe you'll work yourself back through that exercise about the one thing. And maybe you'll feel like, hey, maybe it's worth trying this about something else. You know, instead of, hey, I really I can't stand my husband. You know, the guy just won't stop drinking. He, he is, is always underemployed. He's not providing that well for us or blah, 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 whatever you focus on about the guy. Instead of that, you say, you know, I really love how he is with the kids. I'm really grateful that he is so kind to me. Or I'm really thankful that he is a, a good whatever, a good provider, a good XYZ. Find something about your spouse that instead of the negative thing that you've been focusing on, find something positive that you can focus on. And you know what will start happening? I guarantee you this never fails. You'll start saying, hey, um, Joe, you know, thanks for the way you always get up and make breakfast for the kids. really appreciate that. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to walk away and a nuclear bomb is going to go off on Joe. <laughs> what was that? You know, she's usually busting my chops about not uh, having a great job or not doing this or not doing that. And today she comes up with, thanks for 
making breakfast for the kids. You know, all I did was pop a couple of waffles in the toaster. And what's going to happen is that ripple effect, that, that gratitude that you share with that other person is going to start messing with their chemistry. And today, during the day, after having received that gratitude from you, they're going to start thinking, well, geez, you know, that was, that was really nice of Sally to say that to me. So maybe tonight when I get home, I'll say something to her. So instead of him coming home and fussing at you about what you made for dinner or about why you had to eat out again or didn't pick up his dry cleaning or what you know whatever or you have a better job than he does or whatever it is instead of him starting with that and leading into the same old patterns that you've typically been in maybe he comes in and he says hey you know i thought about you at work today and i just thought about that that pretty smile you had on your face when i left and i was really thankful for that for what you said and, and i had a better day because of that and maybe that leads to you guys, you know, holding hands while you watch TV instead of sitting on the other end of the couch. And maybe that leads to you being a little bit happier in your marriage. Maybe that leads to one of your kids seeing you guys being a little friendlier to each other and they feel less depressed and they don't get in that fight at school the next day because they've been worried about their mom and dad's relationship. And all of a sudden, because one little attitude of gratitude change, your marriage is better, your kids are better, everything's performing better, and that starts feeding on itself. I promise you, my friend, I promise you, if you do this exercise, pick one thing, spin it on its head, choose gratitude instead of misery, and reassess at the end of the day how it made you feel and start over the next day, I promise you that that will help you. If you keep working the system, anything you encounter, when your first thought is to look at it negatively, spin it, look for opportunities to be grateful instead, make a list of two or three things about your spouse, for example, that you're thankful for. Write things down. Say them to yourself over and over if you have to, even several times a day. Say these things that you're grateful for now. If you keep focusing on the good, the bad will begin to fade away. Your brain will become healthier. Your vibe will improve. People will start thinking of you as a happier person, and that will feed on itself, and you'll soon see the world as a brighter, happier place. An attitude of gratitude makes all the difference. Again, I'm not saying that being thankful eliminates the hard parts of your life. It doesn't. The whole purpose of You Start Today is helping you, helping me, helping all of us survive and thrive in the wars of our lives because there's a war. If you're not fighting it yet, you will be. You haven't been deployed yet. You're going to be because life is a war. And being grateful doesn't make the war go away, but it makes you feel better while you're fighting it. You'll still have to go through the hard parts. But you know what? Circumstances cannot dictate your happiness unless you let them. You are in charge, my friend. This is a free space in the universe. Nobody, no matter where you live, in North Korea or North Alabama, nobody can force you to be unhappy except you. Gratitude and thankfulness are choices you can make out of your own free will. And if you do, you will be happier. I promise you. At the end of your life, I promise you will not say as your dying wish that you wish you had been less grateful in your life. Nobody ever focuses at the end on the things they wish they had been less thankful for. Everybody wishes they had done more, tried harder, been more grateful, spent more time. Nobody ever laments having been too happy or too thankful. So today, on Thanksgiving Day, I want you to make a choice. 
that your life is going to be more about gratitude and more about thanksgiving than it ever has been before. Don't make this a day about overeating and watching too much football. Make it a day where your family and your people and your world sees you change your heart into being a grateful, thankful person. Because you know why? It will make you happier. It'll make you better. If you want to become healthier, feel better, and be happier in your life, adopt an attitude of gratitude. And on this Thanksgiving, make a strategic choice to become a more grateful person. Let this holiday mean more to you than a good meal and time with your family. Let it be the day in uppercase, the day that you became a thankful person. I promise you'll be glad you did. Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.